Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to today's show. I am here with Adrienne Richardson, who is our Director of Marketing and Lead Generation here at Clients on Demand. She's responsible for generating 100% of our leads here at COD, and she has forgotten more about Facebook than most of you will ever, ever know. (laughs) So today, guys, we got a really cool show for you because what we're going to be doing is pulling back the curtain on one of the smartest and most successful things we've ever done in the history of Clients on Demand, which is to create our free Facebook group. So what we're going to talk about today is how having a Facebook group plus having a really good high ticket offer. Now you got to have a really good high ticket offer. But if you've got a really great Facebook group plus a really good high ticket offer, that can literally be the foundation of a seven figure revenue stream for you. And this isn't just something that we've done in our own business. It's something that we've helped clients do and that we've seen clients do as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. If you're going to do it, I mean, you got to do it properly. There's, it's not as simple as well, throw up a Facebook group and slap, you know, throw together a high ticket offer and then boom, you're a millionaire. But we've definitely had clients add seven figures in revenue to their business just from their Facebook group. So if you don't have a Facebook group, maybe if you've never thought about creating a Facebook group, you've been afraid to create a Facebook group, what we want to do today is just pull back the curtain and show you some of the strategies and tactics that work really, really well if you want to start to build a Facebook group and monetize it because really, it's one of the smartest things you can possibly do. And uh, one last thing, and I'll turn it over to Adrian really quick, is that this she gets to take 100% credit for all of this because she's the one who came to me back in the day and said, hey, Russ, you know, we should create a Facebook group. And I said, oh, that's stupid. What do I what do I want to create a Facebook group for? It's be a total waste of time. You know, and I was I was 100% against it. Because for me, you know, you guys know me by now, you know, I like things that are, are, you know, clockwork. I like things that are, you know, based on paid advertising, things where it's, it's, it's just like, boom, it just runs all day, every day, it's super evergreen, it's going to bring us sales every single day. Um, But Adrian said, look, Russ, if we if we rolled out a Facebook group, it wouldn't take a lot of energy. It'd be really, really simple. It wouldn't take very much time for us to do it. But it's something that could create this really amazing sort of gold mine that we can just tap into again and again and again. So I resisted it for a while. And then I said, okay, screw it. Let's do it. And it ended up being one of the best decisions we've ever made. Literally, it's put millions of dollars in our pocket. And it's given us um, an incredibly loyal, incredibly passionate tribe of people that we get to interact with on a daily basis. And, and you know, how fun is that? So yeah, so so Facebook groups are, are one of the best things that you can do for, for building your business and for monetizing your following and for rolling out your high ticket offers. Yeah. And what I want to add on to that is before you go and say, well, my people, my audience wouldn't want to be in a Facebook group. I just want to encourage you to listen to this with open, with a clear mind, no prejudgment, because we have clients that have Facebook groups with attorneys in them. We have 
clients who have Facebook groups with accountants, with doctors, with people who are going through relationship problems, with people who've suffered from trauma or abuse. So no matter how sensitive or personal the problem is that you help people with, whether it's their marriage is falling apart, like it doesn't matter whether it's a person who's not a super social media person, maybe you think attorneys or something aren't on Facebook, or it's all the way down to having a really sensitive topic that you help people with. I promise you that no matter what industry you're in, we have helped people create a successful Facebook group with that audience. So make sure you're not listening to this saying, that's great, but it won't work for me. Yeah, guys, listen, we've worked with thousands of clients at COD and and pretty much the only time we've had someone who has an audience that just straight up isn't reachable on Facebook at all is if that audience is very, very small. So you you know maybe you come into to clients on a menu, you come into work with us and say, hey, Russ, I only work with the CEOs of Fortune 400 companies. Well, it's like, okay, well, there's 400 of them. You know, that's not a very big audience size. So yeah. if it's a situation like that where the audience is super, super, super small, then yeah, you're going to have a tough time reaching them on Facebook. But guess what? You're going to have a tough time reaching them anywhere because there just aren't that many of them. But, you know, there's so many people out there that believe that, well, business owners aren't on Facebook or attorneys aren't on Facebook, accountants aren't on Facebook, dentists, chiropractors, they're not on Facebook. They don't hang out on Facebook. And it just isn't true, guys. So I want you to know that, you know, we've worked in many of these niches. We've had clients that have worked in many of these niches and all of them are right there on Facebook. Because look, the bottom line is nobody wakes up in the morning and reaches over to their nightstand and picks up their phone and checks LinkedIn. It just <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. work. I mean, no. maybe if you're actively looking for a job that day, you might right. do that. But people right. are on Facebook, people are on Instagram, people are on YouTube. So these social networks that aren't dedicated to business is actually where you're going to get the best access to business people. So again, I don't care if you're in the relationship space or the fitness space or if you're in the business uh, business growth space, whatever niche you're in, your audience is on Facebook. 99.99% guaranteed they are on Facebook unless you have an audience that's really, really, really small. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, they're on there for personal reasons, right? So people will say, well, my clients, they don't go to Facebook to look for business advice or whatever. That's not the point. The point is they're reachable because they're there for a personal reason. No matter what kind of industry they're in or what kind of work they do, people want to connect with other people, whether it's their family members or, you know, old friends or whatever it is. And so they're on there. And it's all about how you create your message that you put in front of them. So, you know, just to reiterate that, like they're, they're there, there's a, b- a billion people on Facebook. And so your, your people are there. Well, that's the cool thing about Facebook is that people think that for an ad platform to work, that the people have to be visiting that platform with a high degree of intent. In other words, mm-hmm. like it's something like maybe Google search where, where someone's searching chiropractors in Los Angeles, and then they see an ad chiropractors in Los Angeles. Great. That's what I want. But It doesn't have to be that way. Now, don't get me wrong. Doing it that way is effective. But the cool thing about Facebook is that it tells you the kind of person that you are targeting. So you can say, well, look, my ideal client is, uh, you know, a mom who's 35 years old. She has two kids. She lives in Beverly Hills and she does yoga. And Facebook can literally show your ads just to people that fit that that description. So Mm -hmm. that's what's so powerful about Facebook. And if you put a powerful marketing message in front of them, something that really speaks to their deepest desires, to the things they want most, that, that, you know, talks about the things that the problems they're trying to solve, the things they're trying to get away from, it doesn't matter that they're not going to Facebook with a lot of commercial intent because they're going to be scrolling through their newsfeed and they're going to see your ad 
and your ad is going to be speaking directly to them, directly to what they want most, directly to the problems that they're trying to solve. And so even if they weren't thinking about solving that problem to begin with, you know, they're thinking about posting pictures of their cats or something. Even if they weren't thinking about that, you're going to put it right in their mind and they're going to click your ad and they're going to take action. And we've proven this across countless, countless niches where we've got clients in business building, clients who are you know, helping women find the love of their life, clients that are teaching people how to do handstands, clients that are you know, helping people overcome irritable bowel syndrome for crying out loud. So it's mm. like whatever that is, that kind of marketing works really, really, really well. So we're hitting this hard today because I just feel like if you sit there and you don't even try to do anything on Facebook, whether it's advertising or building a Facebook group, if you don't even try to do anything because you've bought into this belief that your audience just isn't on Facebook, I can tell you guys right now, 99 times out of 100, it just isn't true. And if you yeah. if you buy into that belief, it literally can cost you millions. I mean, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, literally. Yeah, yeah you're missing out on a huge, huge opportunity if, if you're thinking that way. It's a yeah. great point. Absolutely, guys. So Doreen is asking, yes, you are checking. So you're suggesting to advertise with Facebook. Yeah, that's the backbone of our that's the backbone of the strategy that we teach is advertising on Facebook and other social media platforms. And if you do it right and do it properly, you can get all the clients that you want into your business and into your high ticket offers. So let's talk, first of all, about the second part of this, right? Because we said Facebook group plus high ticket offer, mm -hmm. it, you know, can equal seven figures in revenue. So why is it so important to have that high ticket offer if you're going to do that Facebook group? Well, it's about return on investment. It's about finding people who are committed to fixing their problem. Um, all of the reasons why a high ticket offer is better for your business and for your clients still ring true for a Facebook group. Right. So so it doesn't it doesn't matter, guys whether it's people that are going through some kind of sales funnel or whether mm -hmm. people are joining your Facebook group and then interacting with you there and then eventually they're going to buy something from you. It doesn't really matter. What mm -hmm. matters is that when they do, when they do buy something from you, that that's putting the maximum amount of money in your pocket and delivering the maximum amount of value to the client. So can right. you do a Facebook group and offer them like a $27 ebook? Sure, you can. But why waste their time with something like that? If mm -hmm. you can put something in front of them that's a high ticket offer that's transformational, A, you're going to make a lot more money, but B, you're going to have a much, much bigger impact on the people that you work with. So if you don't have a high ticket offer yet, then please think about reaching out to talk to us at COD, at Clients on Demand, because that's the first thing we help our clients do is put together that high ticket offer and package your expertise into something that can command a $3,000 to $15,000 price point. So when you get a yes, we want to make sure that every yes that you get is worth a few thousand dollars at a minimum and not worth just someone saying yes to a $27 ebook or, you know, I don't know, a DVD or even an hour of your time. Well, what happens is you, you're going to create a group that behaves in two separate ways. So number one, you're offering a low ticket uh program offer, whatever to people. And as you've heard us say many times, if you've followed us for any amount of time, is that what it does is when you give a low ticket offer is it doesn't completely fix their problem. You get people who aren't completely committed. And so what's going to happen if you start offering a low ticket 
offer to your group is you're going to start having a bunch of people that are going in there still complaining about the problem and also probably complaining they're not getting results from that $27 thing they bought from you. So now you're creating this group full of complainers. <laughs> Instead, if you're offering a high ticket program and you're really transforming people's lives, now you're filling your group full of these raving fans who are super happy with the outcome that they've gotten from you. And they're going to help to make that group even more powerful. And you've witnessed that in Art of High Ticket. If you're in our free Facebook group, The Art of High Ticket Selling, you've witnessed that already, that we've got these raving fans in there. We don't pay them to say anything nice. We don't even ask them to do it. But we've got super um, group of um, raving fans because we've transformed their lives. And so they voluntarily go in there and, and sing our praises. And the same thing will happen for you. If you're changing people's lives through a high ticket offer, you're going to fill your group full of all these people who just are so thankful for you and they've gotten amazing results. And it helps to make that group even more powerful for the people that are in there that are thinking about, do they even want to work with you? But if you're giving them a $27 product that they may or may not use, it doesn't completely solve their problem. Now they go in there, they're still complaining about the problem. They're like, well, yeah, I bought that $27 thing and it didn't fix my problem. And so you, you, you have a choice, right? You offer them a high ticket offer and you create a group of raving fans that sing your praises or you offer a low ticket. You don't really solve their problem. And now they're just a bunch of complainers. Like and you make, <laughs> and you, yeah, I mean, and you're conditioning them to complain because right. you're selling them something that isn't designed to get results. But a right. high ticket offer is designed to get results mm -hmm. so that when people sign up with you, now they've got the chance of actually fixing this problem. And then they're going to come back, like Adrian said, and sing your praises left and right. So yeah. so that's the big question, guys, is, is are your low ticket offers conditioning your audience toward disappointment or mm -hmm. are you giving them high ticket offers that are conditioning them towards taking action and getting the result and winning? And, and it's so obvious which one is better than the other that if you really think about it, the only reason you're not offering something a high ticket is either that A, you don't know how, in which case we can help you with that, or B, you're just afraid that if you did, nobody would buy it. But right. both of those problems are really solvable and we solve them every single day for our clients. Yeah. Most yeah. of the people who come to work with us, guys, they don't have a high ticket offer when they show up. You know, they've been charging $100 an hour. They've been selling eBooks. They've been selling video courses. Maybe they were selling something for like $4.97 or mm -hmm. $9.97 if they got super aggressive. And right out of the gate, we get them in touch with what's the value they truly provide and what is that worth to the audience? Mm -hmm. And most of the time, that's worth between $3,000 and $15,000 on the front end. So just keep that in mind, guys, that just because you've been undercharging in the past or just because you've been afraid to command a premium price point, that doesn't mean that you got to stay there. You can change mm. that very rapidly if you know what a high ticket offer is and how to create one and how to roll it out properly. Um, Adrian, someone in the, um, the comments, uh, Tui, asked a really great question. She said, the algorithms are so tough, though. Page followers hardly ever see business posts. I'm interested in how much ad spend we need to put against ads to get the reach. And this actually brings up a really fantastic point to you where there's a huge difference between the reach of something that you post on your business page and the reach of something that you post in your group. So Adrian, maybe you want to comment on that a little bit. Yeah, that's a great question because a long time ago, Facebook's, you know, they encouraged people to grow their pages. This is before paid ads were really popular with Facebook. And so people spent a ton of effort and time building their following on their business page. And then when Facebook became public and they, you know, they really were about making the dollar, uh, they all of a sudden decided, hey, it's pay to play, right? Like if you're going to post on your business page, you're going to have to spend ads to make people see that. And they dropped it to where less than 2% of your followers would see what you posted on your page. What's fantastic about a group 
is that the more engagement your group gets, the more and more and more Facebook shows that. And your follower, your people in your group can set their notifications to be shown, you know, to make sure they always see everything that's posted to your group. And so Facebook has not penalized groups the same way they did pages. And you'll more of your posts will be seen. You'll get more interaction, especially think about it. Like if you have a an offer where you're solving some major problem in a person's life or business, are they going to want to engage with you in conversation about that on a public business page where anybody can see what they posted? Or are they more likely to engage with you and open up with you and talk to you about the problem in a private group setting where they know they're around other people who have the same problem that understand them, that can relate to them? And so it's a much safer environment and they know they're around like-minded people. And so the group is really, really powerful compared to a business page these days because it does have more reach. It does have more visibility. It's a bigger opportunity to create trust and engage with people and build relationship than you have on a public business page. So hopefully that answered our question. No, no. Right. So just, just to make sure that you guys understand this in the beginning, Facebook had everybody trying to get likes to their page. And what, what would happen was when you got someone to like your page, they would see everything that you posted. Yeah. And then when Facebook went public, Facebook changed that. So all of a sudden, these people had spent all this time building up millions and millions of followers. And now Facebook turned around and said, hey, you know what? Your followers are not going to see the stuff you post unless you pay to show it to them. But right. that is something that applies to Facebook pages. It's not something that applies to Facebook groups. And Correct. that's really the power of having a group is that you can still put your message in front of your audience without having to spend money on ads to do it. Exactly. Yep. So once you get them in your group, you can get them, you can ask them and tell them to set their notification settings so that they're going to see the stuff that you post without having you, you having to do something like boost a post or promote a post or something like that. Right. So guys, so for our, for our group, let's just talk really quickly about, about when we first rolled out the art of high ticket selling. Now, Granted, we had a list. We had a list that we could tap into. So the first thing we did was invite our list to be a part of the group. But then we also uh, ran some ads to get some people in there as well. And our ad spend was less than $1,000. But what happened was we got a nice chunk of people in that group. And then we began to create engagement. And then the group began to grow organically under its own power because people would share the group. People would talk about the group. And then all of a sudden, the group grew and grew and grew and grew. So today, how many people are we adding to Art of High Ticket every day, Adrian? Like, We get a couple hundred requests a day. Right. We get a couple hundred requests to join a day and we're not spending mm-hmm. anything on advertisement. So we spent, we did no. that one pop of advertising. We spent like $1,000 just to get some people in there. We invited our list, got a bunch of people in that way. And then from there, we've just kind of taken a hands-off approach and just let the group grow organically. And every day we get 100, 200 people requesting to join our Facebook group, which is really powerful because mm-hmm. basically that means we're growing our tribe for free. Can you guys see how powerful that is? And what's happening too? Facebook just recently started doing this more and more is that, you know, Facebook used to always have suggestions of groups for you to join based on other groups that you're in. But I'm seeing Facebook do this even more like I never used to get as many like notifications along the side on my desktop of all these groups that are similar to groups that I'm in. And, and that's free. Like you're not paying for that. Facebook. So if your people are already in a group about relationships or marriage and you help people with their marriage, your group will pop up on the side, especially as it grows and becomes more popular for, and you'll grow it organically in that way as well. Right. So what's cool is that you get the momentum going a little bit and granted, you may have to spend some money on advertising just to sort of kick the ball off, just to kick the Mm -hmm. ball rolling. But then it starts to go and go and go and go and grow under its own power. And it's it's and it's it's like 
it's something you can always tap into. It's like instead of having to go out into the ocean with your boat and row out into the ocean and stick your line in the water and hope you catch a fish, basically what you're doing is you're almost building like a little fish farm where you can you can go in there and you can <laughs> fish for clients anytime you want because everyone is there in the same place. As long as you're continuing to provide value to that group, right. you will see tremendous engagement and you'll see a lot of a lot of happy, excited, enthusiastic people in there. So if you look at the return on investment for what we originally spent on ads, it's like it's infinite. I mean, mm-hmm. where else can you spend $1,000 on ads to get something going and email your list? And then all of a sudden, it's, it's this it's this asset that's continuing to grow for us that we've made literally millions of dollars from. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did. I mean, 2018 isn't over yet, but we've already generated a million dollars in sales from the group just in 2018. That's not total from when we started the group. Um, and it, it grows, like Russ said, over time. And if you go in your group and you're just always fishing for clients, you will not see the same results. I think it's really, really important to point out that Russ said you have to be continuing to add value to that group in order for that to work. Um, you can't just show up and be like, hey, buy from me, book a call for me. And you just do that, you know. <laughs> once a month, it's not going to work. Uh, it's very important for you to be providing value to people in there in order to keep the engagement up and to build, you know, the trust and all of that good stuff. So let's talk for just a minute about what that means to provide value, guys. The wrong way to do that. And this is what most people think. And I think there was someone in the chat actually who said, I'm posting a lot of great information to my group, but nobody ever signs up as a client. And mm-hmm. chances are, if that's what you're seeing, you're probably making this mistake. So the wrong way to engage with your Facebook group, and this is true for your email list. This is true for anybody who's following you anywhere. So it's not just true for Facebook groups. If you have any kind of a tribe anywhere, whether on YouTube, Instagram, wherever, the wrong way to engage with that group is to give out what I call band-aids. Now, band-aids are just tiny little tips and tiny little parts of the solution that are going to make people feel better. Well, you know, here's if, if you've got a weight loss offer. Okay, well, here's the one food you should never eat. And here's here's this magical food you should be eating every day. Okay, great. So if I'm overweight and I really need to solve that problem and you just gave me this tip about this one magical food that melts fat or whatever, what am I going to do? Am I going to book a call to speak to you? No. Am I going to hire you? No. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get that one food and then I'm going to try to try to use it to fix my problem. And then when it doesn't, now I don't believe that you can fix my problem. (laughs) Exactly. And we see this all the time. So there's a huge difference between adding value to your group, adding value to your tribe and giving out band-aids where people are going to go, oh, okay, great. I guess I'll go try that. And then they won't get the result. And then they're going to come back and they're going to blame you. Do you understand? But but, but giving out band-aids is very seductive because your audience is going to thank you for it. You're going to give them tips and you're going to give them hints and you're going to give them band-aids and they're going to go, oh my God, oh my God, thank you. That was so great. And you're going to say, okay, cool. Well, do you want to work together and become a client? And they're going to be like, no, I got it. I'm going to go try out this thing that he just told me about. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the key guys is that is, is, is that if you're, if you're doing that, if you're giving out, if you're giving out band-aids and you're giving out tips, all you're really doing is making it harder for your audience to actually get the result. Because look, let's be honest. We know damn well that when you're talking about a major life or business challenge, someone's super out of shape, someone's marriage isn't working out, someone is having terrible luck with dating, someone's trying to get promoted in a job, you know damn well that there's no such thing as that one magical tip that's going to just change everything, right? Yeah. Because if that was true, we would be able to go to you know Barnes & Noble and buy a book and fix all of our problems, but it doesn't work that way. There's fear, there's doubt, there's self-sabotage, there's confusion. There's all of these things besides just not having the information, not having the tip that are mm-hmm. stopping us from getting what we want. 
And that's what makes a high ticket offer so valuable because it's transformational. It's not just information, it's transformation. So if all you're doing in your group is giving out little tidbits of information, you're making it harder for your audience to, to make the decision to really change. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that most people probably never think about it that way, though, because what happens is we feel good, right? When we give out this little tip, like I'm being so helpful, I'm going to give this tip, I'm going to add value. And we feel really good about giving that. It also kind of strokes our ego a little bit to kind of show people what we know, right? (laughs) You're like, oh, I have this one tip for you that nobody else knows about or whatever. Like, that's part of the equation, too. I think of why it's so easy for people to fall into the trap of handing out Band-Aids is they think it's adding value. They think it makes people see how smart they are and what they know. And, and it really is all an illusion that's creating the opposite effect for exactly the reasons that you just said. Like they they think that one thing's the solution. They go try it. It doesn't work. Now they don't feel like they trust you and they, that you have the solution because that one thing didn't work. And maybe what that one thing you gave them is true. But you know that there's a whole other big picture to actually transforming their life than that one thing. And so you want to be really careful if you think to yourself, well, I'm in my group all the time and I'm giving tips and I'm adding value and nobody's buying from me, then more than likely you're giving out band-aids and you're creating the opposite effect for what you want your clients to have. And they're not going to get true results. They're just going to have this little thing that works for a minute and then it doesn't solve the the problem. Well, and this is where you have to be careful who you listen to, guys. You really do. Because Mm. there's so many people that have really big followings and aren't making any money. Let me say that again. There's a lot of people that have huge, huge followings but are not making any money. They're not changing lives. They're not making an impact. They're not getting clients. But what they've got is this big old following. You guys would be stunned if I told you some of the people that have reached out to work with us at Clients on Demand where their following and their audience is like 10 times bigger than ours. They've got Mm -hmm. a million followers, like hundreds of thousands of people on Twitter, hundreds of thousands of people watching their YouTube videos or whatever it might be. And, And it's like, cool, that's super impressive. That's awesome. But then when we dig a little deeper into their revenue numbers, it's like shocking where maybe they're making 5K a month or 10K a month. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not chump change. But you would think that someone with like a million plus followers is going to be making way more than that. But so often that's not the case. And the reason it's not the case is because they did exactly what we're talking about here. They Mm -hmm. built this huge following by giving out Band-Aids and Band-Aids and Band-Aids. And they've given out so many Band-Aids that nobody wants to work with them now because they feel like they don't need their help. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good point. You said be careful who you listen to because there also are a lot of people that are teaching you, give away your best stuff for free, show people exactly what you do, teach them everything. And that's going to make them want to work with you. That's going to make them buy from you. It's going to make them see how smart you are and how knowledgeable are. And it's going to make them want to come and work with you. And it really has the opposite effect. So just be really careful around who you listen to and believing all of that because it's, it's not serving the client at all Mm -mm. for you to just keep handing out pieces here and there in an effort to think you're providing them value and showing how smart you are and it's not serving them at all. And and guys, look, I mean, if you're someone that's in that boat, then you know from experience that you've tried to give out all this free information and all this free information and all this free information and then it doesn't get you anywhere. And that's (laughs) literally where where we see so many people here that if that if and it's tragic because they've put they've they've put in the work. You know what? You've put in the work to like, God knows how many videos you've had to create, maybe to get a hundred thousand followers on YouTube. You know, God knows how many blog posts you've had to write to get, to get that many blog readers. But if all you're doing is giving out band-aids and band-aids, it's like, 
you know, you're not going to be making any money from that audience. And it's really sad because you've worked yeah. so hard to build it. Yeah, definitely. So then if that's the wrong way, right, if the wrong way is giving out Band-Aids, then what's the right way? Well, the right way is to shift your audience's beliefs around the problem. Now, look, we spend a whole eight-week program at COD talking about how to do this properly. But, but the bottom line is that if you've got something that's transformational, then you understand that a lack of information is not the problem. So guys, let's just assume for a second, let's pretend for a second that you're a relationship coach and you specialize in, in fixing people's broken I don't know, marriages, let's say, broken relationships, right? Do you really believe that the reason their marriage isn't working is a lack of information? No, it's not. There's it's like not. a bajillion marriage books. <laughs> right, yeah, like, that's, that's the thing, there's a bajillion marriage books. Or like weight loss is a great example. There's more weight loss books today and supplements and courses and videos than there ever has been in all of human history. And yet people keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter. So obviously information is not the problem. The problem is a problem of belief. The problem is a problem of commitment. And so you can have all the information in the world and all the diet books in the world. And look, guys, I'm not in the best shape right now. I had a whole shelf full of diet books sitting on that thing. So obviously, believe me, it's not information. It's making that decision to make a commitment to change. And it's investing in the mentoring and the coaching or whatever it is that you need that's going to actually get you there. Not just teach right. you how to do it, but hold your hand and walk you through the process. So that's what's missing. And so rather than giving out Band-Aid after Band-Aid after Band-Aid and then kind of crossing your fingers and hope that people like you so much that they're going to decide to work with you, it's about right. investing in changing their beliefs where they understand why it's so crucial for them to make a change. And they understand why they've failed in the past. And they understand that the approach that you have is better and faster and more effective than anything they've ever tried if, if they're willing to make a commitment to change. And that's mm -hmm. very, very different, guys, than just giving out Band-Aids. It is. It's a whole different level of engagement. It's a different way to talk about the problem. It's a different way to engage with your audience. It's completely different than what most people do. What most people do is they share an ink article in their Facebook group and then they share a really cute meme and then they ask a question, what's your favorite thing to do on Friday or whatever. And like they think like I'm being so active in my group. I'm doing this. I'm handing out tips. I'm doing free Q&A calls. I'm, um, you know, sharing articles, like all of those things, the busy activity that you're doing makes people think that they are engaging with their group in the right way, right? Like it's all I'm doing so much stuff. But what Russ said is that it isn't about giving them more stuff and more information in that group. It's about engaging with them in a way that shifts their belief uh, uh, around the problem and realizing that this is something that they really need to take care of now and helping them to take that step of finally changing this, finally fixing this problem. And when you're handing out band-aids and ink articles and free little recipes for pumpkin hummus, like you're not really... I have pumpkin hummus on the brain. Uh, you're not really solving. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That sounds awesome. Their problem. It's really incredible. Uh, it's not really solving their problem, you know. And um, in the end, if we're not solving our clients' problems, then what are we even doing this for, right? right. Like, so it, that's something to really keep in mind when you're thinking about how you're going to interact with that group. So, guys, the way to look at it, right? And again, there's so much detail 
that is in this where, you know, if you're in clients on demand, it's like we're really going deep on this stuff, but we just we don't have time to get into all the details here on this show. But as a good general rule, you want to ask yourself with everything you do, whether it's an ad that you're running or something you're going to post in your Facebook group or something that you're going to you know say or an email you're going to send or whatever, does this create better outcomes for the client? Hmm. What's going to create the best outcome for the client? And if we know that giving out Band-Aids actually just makes it less likely that people are going to take action, right? Then you don't want to do that. You want to mm -hmm. instead shift their beliefs around this so that they make the decision to change. You understand? And, and that's very, very powerful distinction that so few people get is that when you're in your group and you're speaking to your group, it's about talking about, okay, well, what happens if you don't fix this problem? It's about busting myths. Well, what are some things that your audience believes that is holding them back from actually taking action to fix this? It's about showing them that 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 your way of fixing this problem is better than anything else out there. And then it's about inviting them to do what it takes to actually make a change. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yep. So guys, it's a huge, huge, huge distinction. Now, when we started doing things this way, I just want to explain to you what we actually saw. What we saw was, first of all, like I said before, our Facebook group started to grow organically, which was amazing. Because here's the thing, if you have a list, your list is not just going to grow by itself. If you're know, if you if you're running ads, you know, you're paying per click or you're paying per impressions where, you know, if you want someone to see your stuff, you got to pay for it. But the cool thing about a Facebook group is it grows organically. It grows under its own power. And there's just nothing else like that. It's an amazing mm -hmm. thing. But mm -hmm. when we started engaging with our group properly, we had way more people reaching out to work with us, which, which is to be expected because now we're reaching this new group of people, which is fantastic. But we also saw the percentage of people who enroll with us take a big, big jump up. So let's just say, for example, guys, that you guys are um, maybe enrolling, I don't know, you're talking to talking to a potential client and you're enrolling on a one in 10 or two in 10 or something like that. We began to see a much, 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 much higher percentage of people deciding to work with us. And I think the reason for that is because anybody can hide behind a slick funnel. Like if you're really good at marketing, you can put together a marketing funnel that's just amazing and it, and it kicks ass and it's powerful and it works. But in the back of your client's mind, in the back of your customer's mind, you're asking yourself, well, is this guy for real? Yeah, great, that was an amazing webinar. That was an amazing video. That funnel was incredible and people respect good marketing. But mm -hmm. in the back of your mind, you're going like, okay, is, all, is that all there is? Is this guy just a good marketer or does he really care? Is this guy just a good marketer or does, can he really fix my problem? And the cool thing about a Facebook group is you can do Facebook lives like this where people can really get to know you. And, and it's mm -hmm. like what you see is what you get. You know, we don't pre-plan. We do some pre-planning on these shows, but we don't do a ton of it. But we okay. just get up here and we know what we're talking about. And so it okay. gives you the chance to see what we're really like. And it will give your audience the chance to see what you are really like in, a, in an organic and real and powerful way so that they understand that you have their best interest at heart and they understand that you have a solution that they've been hungry for. Yeah, I think that anybody watching right now can agree that there's a big difference between the experience that you have if you're listening to someone's webinar and you're listening to a voice behind the slides, right? Like anybody can can polish that up and be good. Doesn't mean they're a great person or they have your best interests at heart or, or that they're even an expert in the topic. Like you said, anybody can write a script for a webinar. Right. What's great about these Facebook lives is that if you jump on a Facebook live, it's really hard to fake that you Knowing know what, what you're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
And people will see right through that, right? Like people will just, they will notice. And so what's great is that when you're doing a Facebook Live like this, it really allows people to see your personality. It allows to see that you know what you're talking about. It allows to see that you're this real person and that you're relatable. And all of those things cannot really be done through a webinar. You Sure, you can have an extremely successful business with a good webinar funnel. We've done that. We've helped our clients do that. But when you add in this other layer of personalization, and people getting to interact with you and see you and experience you, it really does a lot to, to boost the trust level and to boost their belief that you can solve their problem. And it's just really, it's even way different than recorded video, right? Like, cause anybody again can script <laughs> a recorded video and put on a good smile and everything. But when you're live and you're interacting with people and they're getting to see all of that, it's really hard to fake that. And people, they can see right through it. And, and so it's just adds a, an element of personalization that means a lot to people these days, especially in the online marketing world. So many people guys want to hide behind their computer and so many people want to hide behind, you know, perfect lighting. And I mean, I mean, like, look, I mean, literally I'm here with my windows open. I mean, there's just not much you can do like with this. But anyway, the point is, is so many people want to create this really polished image where it's like I'm standing there and all my Lamborghinis and shit are behind me. Like there's no substitute for just coming on and just talking to your audience. And, 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 and showing them who you really are and showing them what you stand for and being real about the cost, you know, the, and I don't mean the price. What I mean is the no. cost, the cost that it takes to really create results where, I mean, I can tell you, you know, at Clients on Demand, like we can show you every step you need to do. We can make it so simple. We can coach you. We can hold your hand through the process, but you're going to have to show up and do the work and whoop some ass if you want to create an amazing business. And nobody can take that part away. I mean, there's no question about it that success takes a hell of a lot of hard work. We can simplify it. We can shorten the learning curve. But to succeed, you got to bring your guts, your tenacity, your ingenuity, your resourcefulness. You got to bring all these things to the table, your commitment. And so that's the kind of truth that you can tell your audience where they understand, hey, you know what? This person isn't sugarcoating it. This person's being real about what it takes to actually get results. But today, more than ever, people really, really, really respect that. Yeah, people appreciate that. It's just so easy. The internet has made it so easy for people to lie and fake stuff. And and it it the the live element, the interaction and in the group, it just really changes that dynamic and helps people get over that hump of whether they were kind of like, hmm, I'm unsure, you know, does this person really know what they're doing? Um, it just helps to clear all that out. Yeah, 100%. So guys, look, if you, we, you know, we've introduced you to this to this tactic today, which is to start a Facebook group. This is just one of the strategies we teach in Clients on Demand, and it's one of the most effective ones we teach, but we also teach a lot more. So the question you need to ask yourself is this. Number one, do you have a high ticket offer? And if not, why not? Go get one. It's going to get you where you want to go so much faster. And then number two, if you have a high ticket offer, how many people are you enrolling into it? And really be honest with yourself about that. How many new clients did you get last week? How many new clients did you get the week before that? How many new clients did you get the week before that? If that number isn't what you want it to be, you got to just be real with yourself and say, hey, I got to do something about this. But if that's what you've got, then we can help. So I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to us. There's a lot of people in the comments right now that are asking questions about our service and asking questions about how we work. Guys, the best thing to do is just book a call with us and let us answer your questions, all of your questions right there on the call. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call, book an appointment to speak to us. And the way it works is really simple. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes. 
You can tell us everything you're trying to achieve in your business. You can tell us what's working. You can tell us what's not working. You can tell us the kind of clients you really dream of working with. You can tell us the kind of clients you never, ever want to work with again. And what we'll do is put our heads together and come up with a step-by-step plan to get you where you want to go. And if you want us to help you do that, great. If not, that's cool too. But either way, our goal is just to provide tremendous value and tremendous clarity for you right there on the call, whether you decide to work with us or not. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call, book an appointment to speak to us. Um, there's, I'm just looking, there's so many questions in the chat. <laughs> All of this stuff, guys, is stuff that, uh, <laughs> that we'd love to get into on the call with you. Um, Joan just said, I wasted three years and spent over $40,000 trying to figure this out. Clients on demand has the formula that works. These guys are the real thing and it was the best thing I ever did. And right now the chat is full of comments like that. Um, Keaton awesome. is asking, uh, Russ, do you need to be an exceptional speaker like yourself to enroll someone on the phone call? Keaton, actually the answer is no. Believe it or not, our most successful uh, sales reps and our it, it, here at Clients on demand, our most successful enrollment coaches are our introverts which is kind of amazing. It's the people that are super heart-centered and they care very, very much, but they're just not the best natural speakers. So if that's mm -hmm. you, if your heart is in the right place, it can actually be a big, big advantage. So guys, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. We would love to speak to you about how we can help you roll out a really incredible, transformational, high-ticket offer, add that to your business and get you know start enrolling clients into that consistently. So guys, that's gonna do it for us today. Adrian, thank you so much for your knowledge and expertise. You're such a superstar. And guys, we will catch you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon. <laughs>